Welcome to episode 4-0 of 21st Century Boys. I almost forgot the name. I do that like every other time. My name is James Crawford. And I'm Joe Crawford. <laughs> so, so Jack's going to talk to us about a comic he's holding in his hand that has a fancy person on the front. Yeah, so this is Street Fighter Six Evolution Special. Every month I get the Street Fighter comics because Udon only puts out like one or two comics a month. Right. So I'm sure they get all of them when I can. I do a lot of like art hardcovers, I think, too. Well, yeah, but that's mainly just like reprints and stuff. Gotcha. So we get to here. We're in Egypt, and we got our kid Rashid. He was the introduced in the fifth game. There's this little creepy lady watching him, like and he's trying to eliminate him. So, he's talking about, oh, he certainly leaves himself wide open. He kind of sucks. No. Right now, Rashid's fighting Dan, as we see our main lady monologue over it. And they both beat each other at the same time, like punch each other. So, Rashid, he jumps up towards this, like, I don't know, building. And our girl, Aki, who's also introduced in the current game, she pops up and she tries to fight him eliminate him and suddenly she starts using poison because she's trying to kill him right he's just trying to have a fun little fight so she he punches him and she almost falls off but he grabs her hand and brings her up and he's like yeah we should fight again but don't use poison i'm not trying to die okay right and she's like all right so i could eliminate you at your time but you know it's cool he's like kind of friends now so we get to our next story. We're in England, and our man DJ, who recently had a glow up because the past couple ga- uh, games he's been kind of racist. Now it looks like an actual character. That's so. That's never good. I mean, it's never good, but it's cool that they improved on it. Oh yeah. So yeah, he's talking about he's introducing best reggae album winner, and suddenly Cammy pops up to kick him in the leg, and he's like, "I thought we ended the few years ago." He's like, nah. So they start fighting, punching up each other. She grabs him and throws him, and he's just a little wave blast. He's like, ready to end the fight? And she's like, nah. And he's like, oh yeah, the cameraman, he actually gonna shoot you. He's like, okay. And so they kick him, and oh, it's Rasta Ferrari, who was one of the reggae nominees, and he didn't win, and he's pissed off. So now he's trying to kill him. Oh my gosh, Cammy looks different. Does she typically look like this in the new game? Yeah, that's just the new game. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, okay, the best album is Chill Tan Reed. Yeah, I did it. And finally, we get to our last thing, Metro City, which actually the setting of Final Fight was pretty cool is that they put Final Fight and Street Fighter, put them in the same universe. Yeah. And so we got our two newcomers. Both of them are new to the current game. Mm-hmm. Luke and Jamie, who I actually pretty, like quite a bit. And they're fighting. And it's like, these are my streets. Like, what do you mean these are my streets? These are my streets. Nah, you suck. Dang. It's like, okay. How about I super slap you? And then a bit later, they're still hanging out. If enemies to lovers, as some say. Mm-hmm. But not really. Like, I bet there were times where you couldn't win. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So they're just, like, talking... Like, that wasn't a bad fight. Want to hang out? Like, sure. So they go to club. Like a bar or something. Yeah, they're just drinking. And he's getting all the ladies. And he's like, oh, man. She's like, okay. Well, good job, lover boy. And then they continue fighting. 
Yeah, whoa. Now people, the ladies you know, are watching. Kicks him in the face. Uh, Blondie Luke punches him in the face. He does. He becomes three of himself. But he just punches him once. So I guess he's good. They're like, hey, hey. Kia. And that's just like a prelude to the actual game. So that's the end. What's in the and back? And at the back, it just has something. Like a pen oh, up? Yeah. yeah, they show it. Yeah. Just like previews for more comics coming out. And like also promoting the game. Is that so, the main cover? Yeah. I don't love that. I don't love the cover. Yeah, really good game. Weird cover. Darkstalkers. Yeah, I think I picked that one up too. Nice. Swimsuit special. That's lame. Yeah. That one's coming out or already out? Uh, I mean, it's probably already out, but it's going to take DCBS a while though. So it's like Kimberly. Yeah, she's also new. Cool. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Uh, let's see. I was prepared, but not prepared today. So I'm calling... Calling uh, up my memory the best I can on this one. I read it a few weeks ago, so hopefully I remember it well enough to do it. It's a story I've read many times, though, the main story, which is the only one I'm going to cover. This is a slightly beat-up copy of um, Walt Disney's Donald Duck Adventures number 9. This was put out by... Uh, is this Gemstone? Or is this Disney Comics? I don't even know who this is. I've got to pull my glasses off. It doesn't even say who published it. It says published by WD Publications, so I guess it's just Walt Disney Publications. So, so um, Disney Comics went from Gold Key to Gladstone. Then Gladstone turned into Gemstone. Why, I don't know. Then it went to Disney Comics, which is, I guess, what this is. And then it went to Boom Comics, to IDW Comics. Yeah. To whatever that weird one we found at the Dollar Tree was called. Oh, yeah. Like Peachtree Playthings or something. It was based yeah. out of Atlanta. And I think they were basically just reprinting the IDW ones. To nowhere. The only stuff that comes out now, as far as I know, of the basic core Disney characters is Fanographics. Yeah. And those are not single issues. Those are hardcovers pretty much only. But... So, as far as I know, this, these are dead titles that uh, sadly don't exist anymore. But anyway, this is Don Duck Adventures. And uh, the story I'm going to cover, because I can't remember the other story in here, is uh, Christmas on Bear Mountain. So basically, Donald is sitting around. He's like, oh, I'm broke. I don't know what we're going to do for Christmas. And then you get your introduction for the first time ever of Scrooge, because this is the first introduction of Scrooge. He's sitting in his mansion. He's like, Aaron, I sit in this big, lovely... Is that is that Scottish? I, I don't mean, know. I'll try again. <laughs> I could try to do David Tennant, and then it would just sound British. Didn't he do the voice for Scrooge McDuck? I think so, yeah. Yeah, like in the new DuckTales. All right, I'm going to do a really bad accent. Here I sit in this big, lovely dump, waiting for Christmas to pass. Bah! That silly season when everybody loves everybody. A curse upon it. Well, I'm different. Everybody hates me, and I hate everybody. All these stupid people buying presents for each other seem to have fun, and me, I've never had any fun. So he sends a telegram to Donald, and he opens it. He says, hey, kids, it's too good to be true. Dear Donald, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, is what the letter he says, would you like to go to my mountain cam uh, cabin, Uncle Scrooge? Don't let the bears scare you. And he's like, man, I ain't afraid of bears. And he said, you are, but let's go anyway. 
So then the butler answers the phone, They've accepted your invitation, sir, and are leaving for the cabin right away. Hee hee hee! They think they're going to have something for nothing. Ha! Oh, I'm beginning to have fun already. As I said before, I hate everybody. But they could learn to be a brave man if there is such a thing. Don't you think your nephew is a brave man, sir? Him? That quivering waterfowl would flinch at his own shadow. But I'm going to test him anyway. If he passes to get a royal present, if he doesn't, well, I'll have fun. So they get to the cabin... And it's way out in the boonies. See, it's like in a big mountain. And um, they go inside and there's like a big pile of presents. And they open the fridge and there's like lobsters and I guess a chicken or something. And a bunch of fruit and milk. And they're super excited and they're dancing around. And then Scrooge is like, they're over there by now drooling all over the place. But as soon as it gets dark, they'll start thinking about bears. That's when I'll be there to see if there's such a thing as a brave duck in my family. Come here, Edgerton. That's the butler. And give me a hand with this beast. And a bear jumps out and goes, Roar! And the butler goes, Eek! I'll, my, I'll start my vacation now. I don't even remember the voice I was using. Anyway, well, he jumps out the window. And Uncle Scrooge says, Hee hee hee! As I was saying, there's no such thing as a brave man. To my mountain cabin, James, and don't spare the gas. Yes, sir. And then there's a really cool... Man, I want to order this comic. It looks like they did a Fantasia adaptation. And... Mickey Mouse Adventures number nine. I love house ads. They don't really do house ads in, in the middle of comics anymore. If you see them, they're usually at the back of the book. So Huey, Dewey, and Louie are like, there's no bears, but it's starting to snow. And um, he looks out the window, and they're like, eek, a bear! And it's just a squirrel. And Donald's so scared, he jumps up in the, the lamp. Well, Scrooge is driving over there. He says, those shiftless relatives will have a whole day of eating and guzzling at my expense, and I never gave a man a free meal in my life. Boy, when they first launched, Scrooge, he was really a jerk. Mm -hmm. So they're all tucked in, going to bed. Huey, Dewey, and Louie in one bed and Donald in the other. And the snow's just coming and coming down. They're outside playing. And uh, Donald's getting ready to make dinner. And he goes, what do we have for breakfast, kids? Fricassee caviar, lobster Newburg, or filet mignon? And the kids go, a dish of oatmeal, none of that cheap stuff. And then Donald looks demented and he goes, You'll get Lobster Newberg and like it. Who do you think is paying for this? Me? So he cooks them all dinner. And they're like, We need a Christmas tree. Uncle Scrooge forgot to get one. Is that all? Well, we got to go out there among the bears? And he says, There are no bears outside. Please go, Uncle Donald. No. We want a Christmas tree. Wah. Oh, all right. What's the matter now? There was bear tracks out there. Bear tracks? These things? There's your bear over there. Now get going. And it's just a rabbit. And it looks like in that era from Disney Comics, you could get DuckTales, Roger Rabbit, Donald Duck, Goofy, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Uncle Scrooge, Mickey Mouse, and Walt Disney's Comics and Stories. And it was $18 for how many issues? 12 issues. That's not that bad. I'd buy all of them if I could. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so they found the tree. They chop it down. They take it in. It looks pretty looks pretty crappy, honestly. It looks like one of those Charlie Brown type trees. But there's a big hole in it. And uh, they're going to get some dessert. And you see, and a bear climbs out of the tree. And the bear sees a teddy bear and he punches it. And they go, what was that? Be careful, it's a bear, I know it. And they go in the living room. And the little bear cub was just scared of them thinking that he was the main bear. So he stands next to the teddy bear and tries to hide. Then he runs in the kitchen and starts eating their dessert. We looked everywhere, Uncle Donald. There's nobody here but us ducks. Well, let's get on with their eating. Hey, the strawberry shortcake is gone. Who ate it? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Kate can't walk away. 
So they start searching around the room. And the bear climbs back out of the tree. He jumps on a roller skate. He goes flying down the hallway and knocks Donald over. He goes, bear hairs, yikes, I've been attacked. And they go, where'd he go, Uncle Donald? Through that door. After him, men. And then the bear throws a roller skate and he knocks the triplets over. Gleep, pleep, squeak. And they look dead. They got like little X's on their eyes. And he's skating around almost like on a, a skateboard on the roller skate. He says, I hear roller skates in the parlor. No bear can touch our roller skates and live. So then they get in the kitchen. He says, we'll make mittens out of that brute. And he steals a box of chocolates and jumps back in the tree. He eats all the chocolates and spits it on the baby's heads. And he says, somebody's in that tree. I'm going to find out right now. And they found him. Uh-oh, he slipped out of my hand. And right then, the cub's mama woke up because she was down in the bottom of the tree that got chopped down. And she goes, ah, and she busts the door down. That little cub is in the house someplace. Uncle Donald, come help us find that bear cub. He's only a little guy. And Donald's like, how little? He's like, this little. He's like, okay. And he's like, that bear's not so big. And then he runs into it. It's the full-size mama bear. He's like, ah, that's the cub you kids saw. He sure grew up fast. And goes chasing out the window. And then they bust out the window. And he says, give me land, give me land, give me lots of land. Don't fence me in. So he's like singing country songs and jumping out the window. That's pretty wild. Yeah. And the bears take over the house. They eat all the food. Look at him. Slurp. Gulp. And that's the end of our canyon presence. Aww. Mm. And there goes all of our good eats. Dang, that big old bear ate the whole refrigerator, yeah. then passed Dang. out. Mm-hmm. It says gazazz. I don't even know what gazazz means. Mm. And then, um, let's see. Look, Uncle Don, the mama bear is asleep. Slip inside and tie her legs with a rope. Do you want me to get killed? You'll be frozen out here in the snow if you don't do something about that bear. Oh my, I hope she's a sound sleeper. We're going to catch that cub. After him, men. If my knees don't stop knocking, she'll wake up. And then the bear goes, Ugh. And he goes, I'm going to faint. So he faints and falls into the bear's arms. So now, Uncle Scrooge shows up in his bear costume. He's like, they're in there making merry, no doubt. I'll get in my costume. Or this is where the fun begins. Great Scott, what's that? Unless the bear cub comes scooting around the corner. A bear! And my grandnephews are chasing that ferocious beast. They're fearless. Absolutely fearless. But that quivering Donald is probably cowering in terror somewhere. He's the one I want to taste. And he sees Donald cozied up to the bear. He thinks that he's hugging the bear. But he just passed out because he fainted, right? So he goes, he's asleep on the arm of a monstrous grizzly bear. Like me, he does not even know the meaning of fear. Sigh. And Scrooge goes, eek, and jumps out and runs down the hill. James, I've just seen the bravest ducks in the world, and my nephew Donald is the bravest of them all. Nothing's too good for such ducks. James, go to the cabin and tell them to be at my mansion tomorrow for the feast of their lives. And so then they go to Uncle Scrooge's mansion, and they have a big old party. And uh, Scrooge says, boy, am I having fun. Wow, here, Don, have another peanut. And after dinner... He says, it was a great pleasure, Donald, that I've decided to give you a present for a man of your quality. And I saw how much you love betters. Here's a Christmas present from Uncle Scrooge. And he pulls out a giant bearskin rug and says, a genuine Siberian silvertip bearskin. And Donald goes, eek! And he gets dead eyes again. Hmm. And Scrooge goes, hey, fainted, but why? And the boys go, he must have eaten too much turkey or peanuts. And Scrooge goes, cool, that must be it. For a minute, I thought he was scattered. The end. And that was a um, Christmas on Bear Mountain. 
And uh, that's an important story to me because that is a story that my dad knew. And um, my dad didn't read a lot of comics when you would ask him about it. He would always say he liked uh, duck comics, which he meant. He didn't mean Daffy. He meant the the, du- the ducks from Duckburg. So basically like Scrooge and Huey Dewey and Donald. And uh, he said he liked Captain Marvel. And when I say Captain Marvel... My dad was talking about from the 40s and 50s, so that means uh, Shazam. Yeah. So that was that was one for my pops. Uh, he passed in 2016, so this is going to be the seventh Christmas without him. So it's a good way to remember him, read a little bit of Donald. It's one of those stories he really liked. So anyway, if you celebrate Christmas, I uh, hope you have a Merry Christmas. If you celebrate other holidays, I hope you enjoy those holidays. And if nothing else, enjoy your time off from work. Thanks for listening to us. You can get us at Iowa's Joe. And N underscore garbage. Uh, or you can hit us up at uh, 21st Century Boys. That's 21-S-T-C-E-N-B-O-Y-S. So thanks, everybody. Have a good day.